I am so excited because I am interviewing one of my first leaders. He has inspired me to start my own business at times. He's inspired me to just dream big and act crazy. Um, he is my father. His name's Jim DeRoche, and he has done everything within business that you could possibly think of, from working on the front line to working his way up as a vice president of the company. And after that, he also start. Um, started his business and um, ran a very successful one at that. So here he is, Mr. Jim DeRoche. Thank you, Lori. I'm uh, glad to be your first guest on one of your podcasts. Um, just real quickly, uh, I'm sorry. I had to take my headphones off. They bother me. You can still <laughs> hear me, though, right? Yeah. So we're good. Okay. Um, I don't need to hear myself talk, although I'd like to hear myself talk, but I don't need to. Anyway, uh, real quickly, um, uh, she was very nice in saying all the things I've done. I probably haven't done as much as she thinks I've done, but um, I've done enough. Uh, I was in Chicago for uh, uh, 20 years. I worked for this one company. Uh, we built the company from uh, being three of us um, doing about... Uh, $50,000, $150,000, a year. We ended up, after 20 years of doing uh, about $15, $16 million a year with a 15% net profit. Uh, very proud of that. Um, and uh, I, was, I was proud to be a part of it. And that's what got me to learn the things I needed to learn um, as far as uh, running a company, uh, doing budgets, understanding everything there is to understand about a business. Um, so that gave me the opportunity to uh, do that. And um, we got any questions? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, I think, it, I think it's pretty awesome because I also had the unique opportunity to watch that transition wherein, you know, a young girl's mind, at least for me, my father was like a superhero to me. And so really anything he did was really exciting. Um, and so I have a ton of great moments and a ton of, um, moments where he really was a leader. There was a time in my life he was my gymnastics coach, and he taught me how to tumble and taught me how to do a handstand, and we constantly had handstand competitions, and he really built up that co competitive spirit in me and also built up that desire to always want to be better and always perform with excellence no matter what I did. Um, and I think those people are extremely important in any type of leadership role, whether it's your parents or someone that you, um, a coach, for example, or even a manager. So growing up in a household that saw my father really work a lot, but also work in a way that was motivating um, I saw what hard work took. There was a lot of times, especially being in Chicago, he was out for late nights helping um, with snowplow and stop doing that. It makes me nervous when you do that. Just let me talk. I'll get my point across. <laughs> oh, goodness. This is going to be fun, folks. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about what got you into landscaping? Because I know that it's a different, not everyone goes into landscaping think, think, thinking they're going to have this 20, 40 year career in landscaping. So tell me about it. 
Okay, well, this is a very exciting story. Um, I was working uh, for a company that I, I didn't like what I was doing, and I, and I was actually friends with this guy that owned the landscape company. And I used to play tennis with him. And one day I went in and I said, I'm sick of my job. I don't want to do it anymore. I got to find something else. And he says, why don't you come work for me? Um, and I did. And worked for him for over 20 years. Um, so it's funny how things happen. So it wasn't something that I was pursuing. It was just something that I didn't like what I was doing. I got into it. And um, I told him, you know, I'd stay with him for a year and then I'd have to go out and get a real job because... I, I can't afford to, to live on, you know, whatever it was I was making at the time. Um, but it was, uh, you know, uh, you know, you had talked about people in your life, um, you know, who are leaders that, that um, you know, uh, show you, you know, how, how you can be successful in that. And uh, Mark, who I worked for, uh, was um, very enthusiastic. Um, he wasn't... Uh, you know, a well-educated man, but he was he was extremely talented, and uh, together we, you know, uh, we built a business. And uh, like I said earlier, we you know went from doing basically nothing to over fifteen million dollars a year. Uh, a lot of hard work. Yeah, we worked a lot of hard hours and everything, but uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was something. Uh, I worked for a guy that. Um, he allowed me to learn. I got involved in his business, on all aspects of his business, and he allowed me to do that. And, uh, uh, you know, it was just something that I needed at that time, and um, that's how I learned the business and learned, uh, you know, going to different seminars with other people, with, with different people that, you know, you know you, and you learn your craft, and that's what I did. So one thing I think... Um if you want to call them millennials, but I think it has become cool now to be an owner of a company, to be an entrepreneur. And it's one of those where if, if you want to do something, just do it. And they don't necessarily have the education or the experience or somebody there backing them to help them with this. So what would, what advice would you give those that, really have a desire to start a business or a desire to be um, an executive in a company and they somewhat feel that they should just have it right right here and right now? Yeah, I've, I've heard a lot about um, the uh, millennial situation and, and, and you know, their attitudes. Um, I think it's kind of shown up in politics uh, today. Um, but, but to answer the question, um, with anything, no matter what type of business, it's my belief that you need to know the business, um, and you need to know what it is. If it's uh, you know landscaping is what I know, I you know maintenance, irrigation, um, uh, you know the whole the whole end of the business in, in the landscape industry. Um, you need to know the business, um, and what I mean by that is you need to know how to plant the tree and how to cut the grass and how to do all the basic things that you have to do, how do you fix an irrigation leak, all the different things that you have to know. That's only one side of the business. Um, so you have a lot of people that get into business because they, they went to college, they got a degree in horticulture, whatever it is, and they know how to trim a tree and they know how to do this and do that, and that's fine. Where they stumble is they don't understand 
how to do a budget, and they don't understand what job costing is, and they don't understand the financial side of a business. And if you don't know that, it doesn't really matter how much knowledge you have on how to do the job, you're not going to be able to run a very successful business because you don't understand how to run a business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I was in a, a unique situation where I was somewhat that millennial where I thought that I can just start a business and let's just do it and not think much of it because I was that um, that dreamer that let's just let's just go. And with my naiveness, if you want to call it that, and lack of experience, um, it it was something that if I did not start a company without my dad. So when he did move out here, we didn't talk too much about that yet. But when he did move out here, he eventually started a company out here as well. And um, I was his zero, if you want to call it that. Um, so we have this long running joke that um, my title was CERO, which he probably doesn't even remember what it what it stood for. Um, but I made the joke of it stands for um, zero because I technically had zero input in the company. So funny story. We, um, oh, what? No, don't cut yourself <laughs> short. You didn't have zero input into the company. You had. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. So we, I don't know, we were going to get papers signed or I think we had a sign for the contractors association and we already set up the LLC and we were just waiting on these, um, these other issues to, what was it? What was it? A uh, contractors association, right? Um, that, so. that needed I'm to get not, signed. I'm not sure exactly what it was. And, uh, so he's like, Hey, why don't you just come, come down with me when you just need to sign some papers and we'll be ready to go. And I thought, okay, great. Um, so we went there and we were signing the papers and I, you know, he's like, Oh, just, just sign right here. No big deal. And I was like, well, you're the one that kind of taught me to make sure you read everything before you sign anything. Right. So I'm reading through it and I noticed there's a section there that shows the percentage of each of our ownership. And I'm like, huh, James DeRoche. 100%. Lori DeRoche, which is Zero. my maiden name, <laughs> 0%. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? And of course, you know, I was young again. And, you know, you get a little bitter about that kind of stuff. But so my whole title was Zero, Chief Entertainment and um, Relationship Officer, C-E-R-O. Um, but I think that's kind of the mindset when you are young and you think that you know it all and you think that you can just start a business and not worry about anything. But I think the most valuable lesson I learned um, was those, those conversations that we had on a regular basis. And we're from Chicago, and when we get heated and we have conversations, we talk loud. And uh, we ran the business out of the house, and so sometimes my mom would be at home, and she'd be all, all worried about us, thinking we're getting in a fight and everything. We're like, well, we're just, we're just having a conversation here. Um, but I think that's one thing that when you are young – you do think that you know everything, but when you actually take the time to sit down and you talk to other people that have the experience, like my father, you realize you know absolutely nothing. Um, but I learned more with talking to him about life and talking to him about budgets and talking to him about how, how do you really know that you're making money 
Whereas I found that there's a lot of people that are running a business and that have been in business for multiple years and they have no clue what their profit is. They might be like, oh, I'm, I'm making a million dollars in revenue, but they don't know that they're losing a million dollars. And I think that if our younger generation actually took the time to not only go to school, go to good education, but also just sit down and have conversations with people that have gone through um, th this type of um, business that it would actually help. So in your opinion, what do you think is most valuable for someone who is looking at getting into business, wants to do it right, um, doesn't want to waste five years of their life and then realize that they know nothing and then after five years they're like, okay, I need help. What are you know five things that you think are five? I know that five's a lot. Five is a lot. Five is a lot, but maybe we can start with three. Um, most important things that if they are young, wanting to start a business, wanting to start to do it right, what do they need first and foremost? In my opinion, the very first thing, the very first question you have to ask yourself is the question that you're asking me is, why do you want to be in business? Why do you want to do it? Mm -hmm. You want to do it because you want to be your own boss and you want to make lots of money? Then don't do it. <laughs> Um, because if you want to be your own boss, um, working, no matter what it is you're doing, whether it's landscape business or whatever kind of business, your clients are your bosses and you have to answer to every one of your clients. Mm -hmm. So you still have that yeah. and you want to be rich. Um, there's no question you, you can, it just takes an awful lot of time and effort. If you've answered the question that that's what you want to do, then you have to figure out whether it's through um, going to college and getting a degree in business or getting a degree in horticulture or whatever it is you want to do. Um, understand it's going to take five years, ten years to understand everything there is to know about business and understand about business. So it's not just going out and planting a tree and saying, I made $10 today. It's where does that ten dollars go? Mm -hmm. um, so and I think I, I think I think personally that was a, a big eye opener for me is when I was living in Orlando, and I always called my dad every week with some new dream idea that I had, and we were going to be millionaires, and he would just kind of uh huh yep Lori, um, but one time I started a, a marketing company in Orlando, and I thought oh it should be easy what I want to do there's no overhead I'll be fine and then I'm on the phone with my dad and, and he's like, well, what about, um, what about paper? Are you going to, are you going to be writing letters to anyone? Are you going to be emailing them? How much is your time worth? Um, and he started, you know, listing all these things in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, whatever, you're a Debbie Downer. But in reality, he was showing me what it really takes to run a business because just because you open your doors doesn't mean that you automatically are going to have people coming and, um, asking you for business. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, so that was two. Can you give two more before we wrap up or one more big one that you think is, is important to be, um, to start a company and, um, especially small business? Well, it's just, you know, I don't know if there's any, I mean, it's just all the things that you have to know. Um, you have, and, and, and the, like I said, the important thing is, is you want to do it. If that's what you want to do, and that's what your passion is, and that's what, what it is that you want to do, well, then 
you know, running a business um, is you learn something every day. And whether it's from, you know, the people that you hire to, you know, to do your accounting services, whether it's your insurance guy, you know, you know whether it, no matter who it is, um, you're always asking questions and always wanting to find out why they do that, why does he do this, why does he do that. Um, I went to many trade shows and many classes on all different aspects of business and ended up actually teaching a couple of them toward, toward the end. Um, but that's what you have to do. And um, it's not easy. And as long as you understand that, you know, that's fine. And, uh, you know, there's, like I said, there's a lot of different things to it. And I think, you know, whether, I, I, you know, we'd, I'd like to come back and, and, you know, get more details about, uh, you know, budgeting and how do you budget something? How do you, you know, like in, in, uh, like in the landscape business, you know, how big is a crew? How big should a crew be? What, what should a crew be able to do as far as revenue a month? And all these things, and, you know, it's just, uh, you know, very important things to learn. So before we go, I just have um, a couple more questions. So um, one thing that as a family business, there's conflict at times and um, especially different generations are going to have different ideas on how things are going to be run. The way that you did sales back in the 1800s was <laughs> quite quite different than we do sales today. And um, there were many times that I had different ideas in the company um, whether it was going to a different accounting program, um, different payroll, different marketing ideas, you know, wanting to go global. Um, I think we did a magazine that actually did go global, which is pretty awesome. Um, but there were many things that I brought to your attention specifically that, um, you know, coming from a different time, it's very, it was very hard for you to wrap your head around. Um, and so my, originally I would get frustrated and be like, well, why doesn't he just see this? And then finally I got smart and I got out of my, my own self and realized I needed to show you either a cost savings or walk you through a new accounting system before we actually purchased it. Um, so what challenges did you have working with somebody younger that was more of a spitfire that was just full of different creative ideas, um, but also wrangling me in and making sure that um, we were being smart about different things that we did. I was told a long time ago, if you're going to do a business, don't do it with family. (laughs) 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 And uh, probably the hardest thing to do is um, doing a business with siblings. The next hardest is probably doing it with um, your parents. Um, we probably did the hardest one, uh, being father and daughter. Uh, obviously, a, a big difference in years. Um, and also, um, the big difference in technology. Um, and one of the, one of the things that, that made it work for us is... Um, even though I was a bonehead because I knew how, how things worked and I knew how, how to make money, um, there were better ways to do it. And she had the better ideas. She could do websites. She could do marketing. She could do those things that she talked to me and it was, I'd look at her like I was, you know, like I was a deer in headlights. I mean, I didn't know what she was talking <laughs> about. <a> foreign language. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so I started a YouTube channel. All right. Yeah. 
and I said, you know, I, but you know, that's what you, that's what you have to do. So, you know, along along with all that, you know, as you're building a company, you know, understand uh, you don't stay the same age forever. You know, I started this. I started doing this when I was in my 30s. And, uh, you know, I'm 70 years old now. And so that's a lot of years and a lot's changed in that time. And, you know, it's going to happen to anybody who goes in the business when if they're in their, you know, middle 20s to 30s and you're in business for 40 years, um, you're going to be 60 or 70. So a lot's going to change and you have to be able to, um, you know, get people working with you that understand what's happening um, I mean, it's amazing what's happened in, 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 40, in the last 40 years. I can't imagine what's going to happen in the next 40 years. So you always have to keep uh, people, you know, that are going to help you and understand that because you won't understand it 40 years from now. They will. <laughs> Yeah, so we're just going to uh, wrap up. We have a lot more to talk about, but we're, for time's sake, so we're just going to wrap up for now. But we definitely have a lot more to talk about. Um, we do have a unique situation where we were a family business. Um, like he said, um, daughter, father, you kind of get into situations sometimes that can be difficult. And um, kind of navigating those difficult situations is something that we're passionate about helping other people and other people that are in small family businesses. Um, we also have a passion to help other small businesses, especially more so my dad, like the landscape industry of um, how do you go from that mom pop shop that, you know, you have a truck trailer to really being a, a legitimate corporation, LLC, that can make a profit and a, a good profit at that. Um, so we're going to talk more about those things. He also does some consulting work. So um, feel free to reach out to myself. Um, you can uh, you can look us up on Instagram, Lolo Brookhouse, um, or try to find us on Facebook, Lori Brookhouse. Do a search. You should be able to find me. Um, we look forward to more talks, more discussions on business, landscaping, and everything leadership. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.